Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. U.S. consumer price data suggests the worst of U.S. inflation may have passed, making it easier for officials to downshift to a smaller rate increase this week. Will the U.S. Fed deliver a 50 basis point hike? But even if they do, will they continue its hike path for longer? Joining us on the phone today to help us break down those inflation numbers and tell us what to expect for the U.S. Fed rate hike decision is Vishnu Varathan, Head of Economics and Strategy Asia at Mizuho Bank. Vishnu, welcome to the show. Hi, Hong Bin. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So US CPI report, small, smaller than expected to most. Was it in line with your expectations? It, it was slightly under our expectations. Mm. Uh, nevertheless, I, I think broadly the, the theme remains that uh, you've got core goods inflation that continues to uh, dissipate and in this case, you know, turn into a outright deflation, whereas mm-hmm. core services continue to be somewhat sticky. Uh, but mm. overall headline has declined, uh, you know, and, and it looks like it's set to go below 7% in the headline and perhaps below 6 uh, in the core in coming months. Mm-mm. And how will this report now weigh on the U.S. Fed's interest rate decision? Does this change the narrative or the course for the Fed's last policy meeting for the year? I don't think it changes the outcome, mm. but it does reinforce the view that the Fed uh, can comfortably step, uh, you know, dial back the pace of hikes from 75 basis points to 50 basis points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the key thing here is at these levels of inflation, despite the encouraging direction of inflation trend, the, the, the key message is that the Fed still cannot, I mean, certainly it's, it's way too premature to pause and they can't even dial back to uh, 25 basis points yet. Mm-hmm. So does this mean we will see a 50 basis hike for the meeting? This meeting is very likely to be a 50 basis point hike. Uh, like I said, the, the, the softer CPI just reinforces the fact that they can dial back. Right. Uh, a, a much larger step down to 25 basis points would really challenge uh, the Fed in how they message this correctly. So for that reason, 50 looks like the most likely outcome. So how will a 50 basis point hike affect the US economy? I think this particular 50 basis point hike uh, mm-hmm. is pretty much baked in. Whereas, you know, our, our real concern is uh, as we head towards a cumulative 500 basis point hikes, all of which which have been delivered in, in a pretty short space of time uh, by mm-hmm. any historical comparison. And that could hit the U.S. Uh, you know, with a wall of tightening mm-hmm. as we go into the middle of next year, uh, given mm-hmm. the legs in monetary policy and the fact that you know, post-COVID households have had some savings buffer uh, mm-hmm. means that we may not fully be seeing the, the tightening impact yet. And can we expect the global markets to rally even further after this decision or have markets already priced in the smaller hike, therefore not move markets as much? <laughs> let me <laughs> let me play both sides. I think markets okay. have pretty much priced in the smaller hike. Yeah. Nevertheless, that's not going to stop them from rallying. I think mm-hmm. after a pretty dismal year, mm. markets just want to rally. I mean, they, they don't even uh, need a half full glass. I think a spittle of water in, in the glass mm-hmm. uh, would be seen as uh, you know as an excuse to rally. <laughs> the bigger question is, as we go into next year and, and you know, after we perhaps take into consideration the Fed's messaging, perhaps, you know, especially with regards to for longer, mm-hmm. the real question then is, will that rally sustain? 
in into the rest of next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can expect a Santa Claus rally. Who knows, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think the CPI report helps to keep the Grinch at bay. <laughs> okay, so if the U.S. Fed indeed slows its pace of rate hikes, can we expect other major central banks to follow suit as well? Other major central banks will sigh, you know, heave a sigh of relief, mm-hmm. uh, primarily because they were not even going to wait for the Fed to, 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 to slow down. They were going to uh, slow down the pace of tightening in any case, mm-hmm. projecting and predicting a, a Fed slowdown. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that was uh, par for the cost. Now it just relieves them uh, further uh, mm. in terms of uh, you know potential uh, market volatility, either from dollar moves or from asset market moves. Okay. But, you know, of course, with the aggressive interest rate hikes by the US Fed that we've seen all year, it, it has largely impacted Japan, especially, which has largely stuck to its ultra-loose monetary policy. How will a smaller hike affect Japan then? I mean, that, that's a really good question. Question. And, and I think in the very near term, mm-hmm. uh, as, as we just noticed overnight, I think overnight we, we saw the, the best example of that uh, because US CPI came in softer mm-hmm. uh, and the anticipation is that the Fed can stop sooner. Mm-hmm. We saw US interest rates and yields falling and mm-hmm. that gave a lot of relief to the yen. So the yen was able to bounce back. So what mm-hmm. this means is that without excessive yen weakness, mm-hmm. uh, the BOJ uh, can be more comfortable with its policy accommodation right now. Okay. And I think going further out as well, the, the, the pressures for the BOJ to shift policy stance aggressively also diminishes uh, significantly, I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a smaller move doesn't mean that the US Fed will completely stop its rate hikes. In fact, you know, policymakers have continuously warned the rate hikes will continue you. How long do you expect the U.S. Fed to keep raising rates? We think that the U.S. Fed would probably be in tightening mode, uh, mm-hmm. raising rates one way or another, whether it's at every meeting or alternate meetings, somewhere up to the middle of this year. Because uh, I mean, primarily because they need to see whether the, the deceleration in, in inflation sustains. So that's mm-hmm. at a very broad brush level. And in the in the details of it, they need to make sure that that, that decline in inflation is broad based enough to mm-hmm. give them comfort that there won't be wage price spirals. Mm-mm. I have a quick question. Is it is it better to have, you know, smaller hikes for a longer time or bigger jumbo hikes for a shorter time? I, I think this question will remain unanswered for quite a few years to come. Our <laughs> uh-huh. guess is this. Our guess is that it really depends on the type of inflation shocks that you're getting. Uh-huh. Uh, and given that, you know, this has been a particular... Uh, you know, one, two, three combo of, you know, COVID, pent-up mm. demand, and then the war effects. The the degree of price shocks and the late start means mm. that there were fewer choices and, and, and you know, upsized upfront hikes uh, mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, perhaps the only option on the table. Mm-mm. So it's it's a safer bet to have a smaller hike at this point in time for the US Fed? Uh, yes, absolutely. I think they've gotten to where they need to go about thereabouts. So mm-hmm. from here on, uh, the, the pace needs to be moderated because you know you, you shifting from 75 to not hiking at all mm-hmm. would also present a, a bit of a conundrum in terms of what type of messaging there is. So as the battle continues to fight sky-high inflation, how will a longer monetary policy tightening path affect the US economy as well as the global economy as a whole? That that I, I think is 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 really uh you know something that policymakers would have to contemplate. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the two issues here one the first is uh you know even as far back as the Jackson Hole in, in August, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Fed Chair Powell uh, pointed out that 
one of the lessons they drew from the 70s and 80s is that they revoke, uh, you know, rate hikes too quickly. That's to say, mm-hmm. as inflation, st- high inflation started to recede, the Fed was too quick to cut rates. And mm-hmm. so in, in those days, the experience was inflation kept jumping higher again. So it's okay. high and volatile. So this time, the lesson may be they may need to hold it high for longer than markets are hoping mm-hmm. for. But mm-hmm. equally, the 70s and 80s are not the best lesson because today's asset market size as a proportion of the real economy is mm-hmm. much larger. Okay. Uh, and so I think that's that's a discovery process for us. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Vishnu for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Vishnu Varathan, Head of Economics and Strategy Asia at Mizuho Bank. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.